0: Three,
1: Wax work. Wax work. Wax work. Wax work.
2: And wax. My name is Jordan D. White. This is our 75th episode and that is It's Really Exciting. Yay! Um, I didn't do any Waxwork theme songs last time we had a show, so this time I did two, and you heard one of them just now. I did the original Waxwork theme song on the ukulele with the guitar and me singing. So that's exciting. Anyway, I'm talking really fast because we have a very limited time on the show today because we have so much stuff. It's a really jam-packed show. For serious this time, just the shows alone, without any of the talking or any of the songs, came out to more than an hour of stuff. So you've got so much stuff, and I want to keep it relatively little. So what we're going to do is we're going to have everybody, uh, all of the hosts here, have a die, and we're all going to roll off to see who gets to talk before each show. So uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a quick thing. So we're trying to like I said, I'm talking really quickly, and they can introduce themselves as it happens. Uh, but for now, the, it's Frank, Rory, Scape, and me, and we're all going to roll die, to see who gets to talk before the next show. My name is Jordan D. White, and I'll be talking to you soon, I'm sure. But right now, we're going to roll, roll, guys. Go, Rory. Hello, uh, my name is Roy Sinjin. I am a extra historian, and it is very good to be part of the show today. Before I get to the next part of the show, I do have to say one thing. No, 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 but I, I do have to say um, thank you everybody for your help and the uh, the, the, the Queen's Institute of Extra-Historical Studies. I know everybody here cares very much about extra-historical studies, so thank you very much for all of that. Things are going along quite nicely, and we are making quite a bit of money, and uh, we would like to make some more money. So please, if you would like to send in some money to the Brooklyn Institute, I mean the Queen's Institute, ah, the Queen's Institute of Extra-Historical Studies, please you can contact me at castandwax gmail normally I do give out free extra historical readings if you have a problem you can contact us at castinwax at gmail.com send me your problems and I will give you an extra historical reading for it and if you like that you know you can pay me some money actually because you liked it or you can actually purchase one part of the proceeds will go to the Queen's Institute of the Extra Historical Studies the founding thereof you know and there you are and of course if you'd like to start uh, thinking about uh, application to the Queen's Institute of Extra Historical Studies please do please write to me and say that you'd like to be an extra historian and give me some of your extra historical work and I will consider you for the opening class of the Queen's Institute of Extrahistorical Study. Cast in wax at gmail.com. Okay, what's the very first show, John? What's the very first show? Guard duty, Guard. Oh, right, yes, yes, okay. Uh, this is a show called Guard Duty. It's a show about superheroes. The superheroes are called the Earth Guard. The Earth Guard is a, the planet's Plant's most powerful it's heroes. Cover that. No, I know, I know it's fine. Okay. Um uh, and this is it's in the last season of the show, so there have been problems on the team. There have been some problems on the team, which is very unfortunate. On the most recent episode, I believe people switched brains, right? and and, and in this one that's all been resolved, but now there's other problems going on, too. So there's stuff about, you know. This this is now this and that. Uh, uh, why don't we just listen to it and then we'll see? That, that sounds like the best idea. This is Guard Duty right here.
3: The Earth Guard, the planet's most powerful heroes, united in the common goal of protecting the innocent people of planet Earth and defending them from threats of all kinds. From the Guard Tower, their base of operations, they watch over the citizens and spring into action at any sign of danger. To that end, the Guard takes shifts monitoring events all over the globe. Sooner or later, they all have to take a shift of Guard Duty. This week, Peas
1: Blossom and Bumblebee in Guilty Looking. And there. Done. That's our budget report for the year,
4: and with an hour to spare, I couldn't have pulled it off without your help, guys. Thanks. It was our pleasure, Stallion. The Earth Guard's worth working for.
5: Although, indeed, I would have much preferred the Stallion do his job before it is late.
6: Well, like I said, I appreciate the help, Beast Blossom. I'm gonna go head out and deliver it to Todd myself. Make sure it gets to him on time. I'll speak with the both of you later. Have a good shift.
5: Thanks, Stallion. Adieu, until we meet again, my friend. Speaking of shifts, yours hath been long indeed. Should Bumblebee not be here by this hour I do recall her name upon the chart And did look forward to her uh, Company
4: I'm sure she's just running late Yes, yes, she's with Oh, uh, yes, she's with Dr. Fast
5: With Dr. Fast? And yet, you sound so strange No, no, it's
4: nothing She's on her way as we speak So no matter
5: What didst thou see, my friend? Speak plain and true. Nothing, I clearly... Come now, Argus, clearly you saw something.
4: Please, Peace Blossom, I have no place getting involved in people's personal business. My powers are as much a burden as a blessing. I can't allow myself to to spy on my friends and colleagues and reveal their secrets.
5: What secret hath the bumblebee from me? The girl displays her wanton nature as a badge of honor upon her breast. Unless, of course, the secret be not hers, but that of her companion in her... Please,
4: I can't say any more, I mustn't. Is she with
5: Barbara? Tell me true, Argus. Peace
4: Blossom, no, I simply...
5: Deceive sim- me not, or risk facing my wrath. Consider carefully the words you speak, lest I am forced to rend you limb from you limb. You can't expect me to do Alas, that... Alas, the choice was yours to make, and now... Oh, wait, Peace
4: Blossom, wait. What say you? I, I can't, but listen, the relationship between you and Barbara is your own business, not mine. Something I saw, or didn't see, shouldn't be the basis of trouble between you two. If things have been fine between you, then things are fine. If things are strange between you, then... I don't want to make things But
5: weird. things are not all right between us two. The other night, Barbara flat out refused please, to... Please,
4: please, I shouldn't even be discussing this. The
5: things I see are not to be
4: Then you up. did see Barbara with Bumblebee. No, I didn't say that. I just...
7: Hello there, Argus. Hi, peace Blossom. Did you miss I'm
4: me? I'm afraid I must be going. Be seeing you, Bumblebee. Good luck.
5: Good luck? What did he mean by that? And where, pray tell, hast thou been all this time? Who oh, me? Am I late? I think thou knowest farewell that thou art late. Tis why thy cheeks did blanch to hear me ask and why they redden even as we
7: speak oh, Right, jeez, peas. Look how you all worked up. Just answer me, my simple inquiry, and all
5: shall be serene, fair bumblebee. I was with Dr. Fast,
7: working in the lab on the golden eel. Liar!
5: Foul thing, if I lips deceive mine ears. Say on, if truth means so little to thee. What? I say you lie. I know not where you were, but Dr. Fast has claimed the murder solved. Suspiria didst kill the golden eel, and now, deceased, she rots below the ground. Eel's murder case is closed forevermore. So what again, I ask? Was Dr. Fast requiring your assistance on this day? <laughs>
7: All right, you caught us. The truth is, Dr. Fast and I were being intimate. It was our first time together, so I couldn't tear myself away. I wasn't going to say anything for his sake, but... More lies!
5: Do you not know the truth's embrace, woman? Having lain down with lies so long, canst thou not utter one true thing to me? What? I'm not yeah! La- how now? She claims to speak the matter's facts. Let me make plain your statement, if I may. You claim that you and Fast were intertwined and intimate exchanging your fluids.
7: We were making love. You know, like you and
5: I have so then many. Then I deceive. You both are in the right, beholden to no one but your own selves. You've no reason to hide your coupling. Indeed, you've prattled on to every ear whene'er you fraternized with one of us. Wherefore, dissemble now with- with With Dr. Fast.
7: Irving is sensitive. I didn't want to scare him off, telling his business to the rest of the guard. Not everyone is comfortable having their sex life spread around in the tabloids. How
5: well attuned you are to others' needs. How sensitive to their feelings as well, and yet how willing to lie to my face. I'm not
7: lying. I was with Dr. Fast and that's that. I don't know what you're so suspicious of. Tis fair enough. With Dr. Fast. Indeed. And
5: you, I can assume, would be willing to swear to that whilst on a truth potion? What? I have a draft of an elixir, which when dripped upon the tongue, the speaker canst not help but speak the truth and only truth. If thou wouldst deign
7: to take a drop of this on... No! Peace, Blaston, this is ridiculous. I'm not taking some sort of truth serum. Because thou notest it will reveal thy lies. No! I just don't see how what I was doing was any of your business at all. Whether I was with Dr. Faust or not. That would depend upon whom you are with. Oh, really? And just what exactly are you implying? You were with
5: Barbara, weren't you, deceiver?
7: You want the truth? Of course I do. Did I not ask for Are it? you sure? Of course! Are you really sure?
5: Ye gods, woman, wilt thou never confess... Fine. I was with Binary
7: Girl. At last, the truth will out. Be what it may. I was with Binary Girl and we were making love. And as long as we're sharing, I might as well tell you that she doesn't love you. What? What are you Turns trying? out, she never did. She's going to leave you and focus on being with me. She's just been waiting for the right time to tell you. No, that isn't tr- Oh, it is. Just a little something she shared with me as we snuggled in my bed and drifted off into a blissful sleep together last night. Aha! Now I
5: know that cannot be true. Binary Girl was at my home last night.
7: Oh, I know all about that. And about all the trouble you two had last night. Barbara refused to use her powers, didn't she? Well, yes, But how did you... You didn't even consider the possibility that maybe, just maybe, it was because she was already using them. What do you... She was with me at the time. She wouldn't split in two for you because she was already split in two. And her other self was with me, enjoying the tingle of my embrace. do not you wonder why she seemed so distracted all night? She was... (laughs) Oh, peace blossom! Don't tell me you thought she actually. Loved you Did you? But she always says Trust that... me They always say that It doesn't make it Any more true To be honest with you From what I hear The rest of the guard Was always wondering What she saw in you I mean Sure you're pretty But why would anyone Want to be with a woman Who was so full of herself As to actually say She was the most Beautiful woman on earth But I am the There's most There's actually Been a pool going on About when she would Finally break it off With you I didn't join in Since I had insider information, but if I remember correctly, I think Stallion wins. He'll be pleased. Stallion? Well, he has this month, so as long as this counts, he takes the pot. Broadwand will be sad a few days later and he'd have had it. Maybe I'll throw him a quickie. You know, as a consolation. The entire god has been laughing at me? Well, I wouldn't say they were laughing, really. More like, they don't have any respect for you and think that you're such a lousy person inside that no amount of exterior beauty could cover up your true ugliness? I'm pretty sure... Yeah, I think Mr. Fahrenheit said that, but everyone seemed to agree. Well,
5: well, that's fine. I don't need the Earth God. I'm a fairy of the noblest birth banished. Though I may be at this time, there is more for me in this mortal world than any girl or Serpentine could hold.
7: That's the spirit. We don't need you. You don't need us either.
5: Just while you can, you wanton an You'll not have Peace Blossom to mock much more. Attention, God! guard! Blossom speaks to you. This is my resignation from the team. Since you have not the decency in you to remain true to me, expect no less of me upon learning the truth of things. I shall away where none can follow me. As though you'd seek me out given the chance, i do expect to never see thee more, as you should all expect of me henceforth. Adieu, Earth God, farewell! Peace blossom out.
7: That was stirring in passion.
5: on thee, lumpish urchin, snouted scut.
7: Well, that went well. If
5: I do say
4: so myself, soon the Earth Guard will be reduced to nothing, and I, Suspiria, will crush the life out of them with my bare hands. (laughs) Hi there, Bumblebee. Is she
7: still here? Did I miss Peace
4: Blossom? Where is she? I'm afraid I don't know. She just got more and more upset until she... Well, you heard her. I think it had something to do with her and Binary Girl. If
7: only I'd gotten here sooner, I might have talked her out of it. I'm sorry I was late. I was with Dr. Fast and...
4: I know I saw. First time, right?
7: That it was. I just couldn't tear myself away halfway through, you know? Irving is sensitive.
4: So, how was it?
7: Wonderful. I just wish I'd known you were watching. It would have made it even better.
3: Charles Berman as the Argus. Winamere Eckert as Bumblebee. Rich Bellin as the Stallion. With theme song by Michael D. Rukowski.
2: Okay, roll off.
1: Scapy Frank, roll off. You have to, you got the same book, got six. Hey okay, Frank, go. Hello, my name's Frank Allen, and first of all, I just want to say, uh, don't give any money to the Brooklyn Institute. I mean, the Queens Institute of Extra Historical Studies. Extra history is nonsense. And speaking of extra history being nonsense, um, I do want to introduce the next part of the show. Next part of the show is. This day in history and where are they now in history, uh, what you're going to hear next is a bunch of lies. Well, I mean, frankly, there will be one true part right at the beginning where they'll say, here's something that happened on this day in history. Uh, and then everything after that point, lie, 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 It's like that. Uh, there's a, a song about it uh, by uh, uh, uh Simon and Garfunkel this is Lila, Lila. that's all about this because it's all going to be lies after that point but before we get to that let me just say that I'm a host and if you need me to host anything I haven't had a lot of host gigs recently but please uh, like they said castandwax at gmail.com will be the the place where you can get to me contact me uh, and that'll be nice. So anyway, um, no, don't give them any money because they're, they're charlatans and they're bastards. And you can write into them and tell them how crappy they are, by which I mean Rory. Uh, tell him how bad he is, how evil he is, and how much of a liar he is. And if you'd like some examples of his lies, here we go. This is This Day in History. And where are they now in history on uh, this uh, podcast? Here, Go. <laughs>
2: Welcome to This Day in History on WHRW Binghamton. My name is Rory Sinjin. On December 7th, 1941, at 7.55 a.m. Hawaii time, a Japanese dive bomber bearing the red symbol of the rising sun of Japan on its wings appears out of the clouds above the island of Oahu. A swarm of 360 Japanese warplanes followed, descending on the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor in a ferocious assault.
8: What is that? I don't know. Looks like the sun rising. Let's stare intently at it. But I've heard that
5: if you stare at the sun you could go blind. Don't look.
8: Well, it's on the Side of a plane I think,
9: no, 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 don't look! I think we can make an exception here meanwhile on the plane translated release the bombs yes sir
5: Boom. my eyes i told you not to look i'm sorry
2: despite the confusion and mass amounts of bad information given at the pearl harbor bombings it is actually true that if you stare into the sun you will go blind this is this day in history on whrw binghamton but let's take another look at that, shall we? My name's Roy Sinjan, and this is Where Are They Now in History on Cast in Wax. And much has been made of this Kamikaze Divine Wind Attack on the Pearl Harbor base. But the fact of the matter is, what actually happened was, the Japanese bombers were sent across the ocean to bomb Pearl Harbor, not to crash into it, but since they were flying from the west towards the east, even though America's usually called the west, and Japan is usually called part of the east, it's because, you know, they were crossing, you know, backwards around the globe. There's a, kind of a, a giant line on the actual physical surface of the earth that divides the east from the west, even though they're right next to each other. The point is, they crossed that line and went from the west to the east. No, I mean from the east to the west, but they were going east, even though they were going west. Anyway, the point is the sun was rising in the east, not the Japan east but the east that was the direction east which was the west, and they were looking into the sun as it was rising, is the point because they were going towards the sun rise, you know which rises in the east. You understand what I'm saying they were looking into the sun as it was coming up, as they were flying towards Hawaii, from Japan, you see which is east slash west. And they all went blind and the problem was they were like, oh, uh, we can't see where we're going, and they didn't realise that they were going downwards and crashing into things. That's That's what actually happen. Don't stare into the sun because it can actually make you go blind. My name is Roy Singen and this is Where Are They Now in History on Castle Wax.
8: All right, roll it off, roll it off. Scape, go! Okay, uh, ba- My name is Scapey. My name is Scapey. Uh, what am I doing? I don't even know. You gotta
2: introduce the show. There's a show coming out.
8: Oh, okay. Um, uh, hey, so, my name is Scapey. I'm a cat. Uh, I like to read for the, the show, I said the show. I don't know what the show is. I don't know what I'm doing. The next show is Tractor Fiction. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so, listen. Let me tell you about something called Tractor Fiction, okay? <laughs> Tractor Fiction is a part of the show where Frank Allen, uh, used to do it, and basically, first of all, people are talking about stuff, like, boring stuff, like, hey, did you know about Jesus? Well, it's true, for real, serious, and then they're like, now, do you think Jesus is true? And somebody goes, yeah, and somebody goes, uh, no, and then they're like, well, what do you think? And somebody else is like, uh... Hubba, 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 dubba. No, I'm just describing. That's not, that's not how you introduce it. Well, it's good enough. Okay, look. Tractor fiction, they're like, like I said, they talk and then they talk some more. That's all the shows. Well, that's the shows. Well, anyway, look. So, it's tractor fiction and it has a tract and a fiction. Um, yeah. Just, just say start the show. All right, uh, this, this, this is the start of the
10: show.
1: Hello and welcome to Tractor Fiction. This is Frank Allen here on WHRW Binghamton. Uh, welcome to this episode in which we are going to do a terrific tract called The Bull. Um, and it is about uh, the prison system, sort of. Uh, it's about. I don't know. It, it mentions prison reform. Is it about prison reform? Probably not. But, uh, let's get right to it and you'll be able to hear what it's all about.
0: Once upon a time, in Blakefield Prison, a prison just like the one you pretend isn't just on the edge of your neighborhood, the state commissioner was holding a meeting with a brand spanking new warden. It wasn't going well.
11: I don't like you, Blue Baker. I never wanted you as warden here, and I hope you really screw up so I can get you canned.
6: Commissioner Henderson, you really have a way of making a guy feel at home.
11: It's just that I hate you young smart Alex, who believe in prison reform.
0: Two weeks later, there was trouble in another nearby prison. It's worse than we thought. The governor has called out the National Guard. Eighteen
1: guards are being held hostage, and at least 43 inmates are dead. They're burning everything they can get their
0: hands on. The governor and commissioner were at a loss for what to do.
11: Governor, are you saying the state
10: prison is destroyed? That's right, Henderson. How did it start? Some stink fish brain put the bull in solitary and all hell broke loose. My big problem is trying to figure out where to put the bull.
11: Governor, that's no problem. Just send him on over to Blakefield as a little test for that new warden.
10: Ah, that's a fine idea, Commissioner. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see how long Blue Baker can control the pool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, over in Blakefield prison in a completely unrelated scene, Warden Blue Baker was having his own troubles, bodily troubles. Total coincidence.
6: Hey, uh, what's the matter, warden? Uh, I don't know. I've got a pain in my side, and it's getting worse. You better call me an ambulance.
0: Don't worry, Warden. We'll take care of everything while you're gone. 28 hours and 13 minutes later, the bull arrived at his new home.
12: So this is my new prison. Okay, give me the name of the shot caller. Prisoner who controls the prison population, the one with the power, so I can introduce myself.
11: Things will never be the same at Playfield again. (laughs) God help us.
0: As soon as the bull got into his cell block, the first thing he did was to pick up the current shot collar and hoist him overhead near the railings on the second floor.
6: No, no, bull, please, don't kill me!
12: This is what happens to anyone who's not for me!
0: Yah! The prisoner landed with a sort of scrunchy squalch a thawk duck a pow sound and died immediately.
12: Alright, listen and listen good! This is my prison! I run it! You live or die on my say-so! I hate everybody, and I'd love to hear men scream in pain. From now on, this is hell. If I hear anyone laugh, he's dead. Any questions? No, sir!
0: Soon, the word got out.
12: I sentenced you to five
11: years hard labor at Blakefield Prison.
9: No! No, no, your honor. No, not Blakefield. Not that hellhole. I'll, I'll die in there. Please, please. Your honor. Anywhere but that place. Look, I'll go mad in there i commit suicide first! Two weeks later... The finally coming back to Playfield today. Thank the heavens.
0: Does he know what's been going on?
11: No one had the guts to tell him. Man, when he
6: finds out, it's going to hit the fan!
0: And hit the fan it did. Just don't ask what it was that was hitting the fan.
6: Are you telling me that three prisoners were murdered last night? I can't believe it! Why? Bull iced them because their girlfriends refused to smuggle in the heroin, Like he ordered them to. What?! Who? The Fonzarelli is the bull. I want him thrown in the hole right now. It'll cause problems if we do Warden. I'm running, Blakefield, not the bull or anyone else. Do you understand? Y- yes, sir.
0: You'll be sorry. The bull was none too happy with being put in the hole.
12: Nobody puts the bull in the hole and lives. You're all dead, and your families too. I'll burn Blakefield to the ground. Warden Blue Baker will wish he was never born. What's this? Somebody... Loves me. Why, it appears to be a little comic book tract by Jack Chick, just like the ones discussed on the hit radio series Tractor Fiction on WHRW Binghamton. Aw. <sniffs> that poor kid.
0: Two hours later, yes, it-, it apparently takes the bull that long to read the tract.
12: Jesus! Somebody bring me a Bible and a chaplain!
0: And eventually... Here's the chaplain, bull.
12: Where you been for two days? I- I'm sorry, Mr. Bull. I was out of town. You little creep! Why didn't you tell me I was going to hell? Uh, I'm I'm not sure there really is a hell. What? Don't you believe the Bible is the word of God? I'm not sure. Yes or no, turkey? Uh, no. I don't believe any of this. Then why are you the chaplain? My mother
11: wanted me to be a minister.
12: Man, you don't even know what's going on. Do you know who Jesus really is?
11: Uh, he was a teacher, a really good man.
12: You don't know nothing? Jesus is the biggest shock-caller of all, and nobody messes with him. You're on your way to a burning, boiling hell, and I can prove it. You can? Yeah. Jesus said, He that believeth in the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not in the Son shall see not life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. The wrath of God means cast into the lake of fire, chaplain. What should I do? Look, it says... For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, Jesus, should not perish but have everlasting life. It boils down to this. If you believe Jesus died on the cross to wash away your sins with his blood and that he arose from the dead, then God will save you and take you into heaven. Man, don't you trust him like I did?
0: A few days later, the warden got a call from his friend, the commissioner.
11: Warden? Are you having any trouble at Blakefield? I warn you, if there's a riot, you're finished! So walk lightly, boy, or you can pack your bags.
6: I got the message, Henderson. Things are fine. Warren Baker, the bull is out of the hole, and he's called the inmates into a meeting. Oh, man, if I oppose him, my career is shot. If he orders a riot, I'm dead. Either way, I lose.
0: The commissioner was pleased.
11: Governor, I understand the bull is out, and all hell should break loose in Blakefield in about one hour.
10: (laughs) Ha 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 ha! Keep me posted. This should be quite a show. ah
6: ha
10: ha ha ha
0: Back at the prison, the bull's meeting was about to start.
6: Yo, did you see the bull? He looks
11: like he's steaming. We're really in for it.
12: Woohoo!
9: God, help us!
12: I'm back, and I'm still in charge. This is my prison. I'm madder than I've ever been in my entire life. I hate sin, and I won't put up with it anymore. As of right now, all killing stops. There will be no more raping, because I just found out God hates sodomy. What? This is just the beginning of the changes here at Blakefield. Now shut up or I'll break your legs. Listen good. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Listen, it gets even better. I wouldn't read this stuff to you if I didn't love you guys.
0: Soon, the word got out.
11: Is there anything the prisoner would like to say before I pass sentence? Yo, your honor, send me to Blakefield. I'm afraid to go anywhere else. I get safe there, and all of that one's good.
0: Not everyone was happy about this development.
10: Henderson! What went wrong? <coughs> One of those stomp a snoops from a government agency spied on conditions at Blakefield, and now they want to owe me to award Bluebaker as Warden of the Year. Ha! <sighs>
0: When the governor and commissioner arrived at the prison to give Baker his award, they were somewhat shocked by what they found.
10: I can't wait all day. Open your damn door!
1: Watch it, governor. We don't allow swearing in Blakefield. The bull says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain.
11: Uh, governor, I'm sorry, but the bull's in conference
10: with the warden, you know? <coughs> now wait a minute! Uh, governor, we
6: don't want to interrupt the bull, do we? Um... no...
12: Warden, I found out Jesus will judge the dead.
6: That's scary stuff.
12: Warden, you're a mess. You've got to get saved. If God replayed your life, you'd go straight to hell.
6: What should I do, bull?
12: Let's pray and ask Jesus to forgive you and come into your heart.
0: And when he finally got his award...
6: I want to thank the Lord and the Bull for this Warden of the Year Award. Well, what about me, you ungrateful smigmonger!
12: Watch your mouth, Governor. You're standing on holy ground. Blakefield don't belong to the devil no more.
10: Get me out of here, Henderson. I'm beginning to feel like a dirty, rotten sinner.
1: All right, and that was uh, The Bull. And now um, we have a debate in which we will find out <laughs> if it was bull. Um, that's going to be the subject of the debate. Was that tract that we just heard true or nonsense? Um, debater number one, would you like to introduce yourself, please?
11: Hi, I'm a media representative for the State Prison um, Network of New York.
1: Uh, welcome. So you, you're you here on behalf of the, the prison?
11: I am here on behalf of the prisons in, in the New York State Correctional
9: Facility System.
1: Okay, excellent. And uh, debater number two?
9: My name is Father Henry. You'd recognize me from two weeks ago in Tractor Fiction. In the, the Four Angels tract, correct? Correct. The name isn't important as much as the truths are, and I media representatives like the one that stands across from me disgust me, but God bless her just the same.
1: Now, um, I'm sure everybody at home already realizes that... Um, I'm sorry, what was your name?
11: My name is Ms. Nancy Smith.
1: Miss Smith. Okay. As I'm sure everybody knows, uh, Ms. Smith believes that this tract we just heard was completely 100% true. And uh, Father Henry over here believes that this tract is completely false. Father Henry, we would uh, like if you could tell us why this tract is false first.
9: Well, I am skeptical because it should be I noticed that this prisoner had a vocabulary that was pitiably stupid when he came in there. I remember he was like, the tract said, somebody loves me. God, he was disgustingly stupid, but bless his soul. Nonetheless, I found his the change in behavior to be very disingenuous, and everyone else in the tract was unreasonable as well. For instance, as you know, I dislike trained preachers. The training makes them dishonest. All of my brothers were trained preachers, except for the ones who were insincere devil worshippers.
1: As in, they they worshipped the devil, but they didn't really mean it?
9: They professed to worship God, and then they turned their back on God, and then they burned in hell. In that order? Precisely. (coughs) And I had one brother, who though, as you know from the tract, was a trained clergyman, and because... And as Jack Chick will teach you anything, it's that the less trained the clergyman is, the closer to God he is. Education gets in the way. I make an exception for the prisoner because he was clearly stupid.
1: Well, he, well, he wasn't trained, and so you're saying, even even though uh, he
9: wasn't trained, he still was wrong. Right, not being not being trained is not everything. That that is not the only thing to bring you closer to God. My cat isn't trained, and yet my cat will go to hell for it has no soul. If it has doesn't have a soul, what's going to go to hell?
11: Perhaps the holy hairs upon the cat's tail. Well, his uh- argument is clearly full of holes, just as a sieve is full of holes. Let me tell you why, my friends. Not only am I positive the Bakersfield incident occurred, I have the papers right here to prove it. See, see, right here, right here, the bull, the notorious bull leader of the Chicago family crime family. That is. Yes, he had come to the Bakersfield prison and uh, found God. Unfortunately, this caused a minor problem afterward when uh, the other prisoners revolted against him en masse. The guards assisted and things got a little bit bloody, but um, I do have the papers here to prove that it all happened up to the point where the tract ends. It all happened exactly that way.
9: Well, what happened after that? At no point does God manifest himself in this tract as he does in virtually every other Chick tract.
11: However, however, God clearly manifested himself for within the two hours from which the, uh, prisoner, the bull, also, the bull, also known as, um, Andy Kleinhoff, had found the tract in his cell, he actually learned to read. We can't we can't really uh explain this professionally. He actually learned to read somewhat better and his rhetorical voice was also greatly improved. Some of our experts think that he was going to college on the sly in prison somehow. There's not much we put beyond the bull.
1: He was um he was quoting scripture pretty well a uh, mere two days later.
11: That's right, that's right. There's a lot about the bull that we still don't understand. He's a very mysterious figure. Now, of course, we can never ask him anything again.
1: I'm sorry, why? what happened?
11: Well, uh a few days apparently, apparently, uh judging from the time in which the uh, tract ends, the uh honor given to the new warden at Bakersfield, uh something happened about a week after that honor, which was a, a rather historic occasion since uh since Bakersfield was the only prison Blakefield Blakefield. Sorry, Blakefield was the only prison within the New York State prison system to uh, actually swear off sodomy. Uh, but it's uh, well, because
1: apparently the Bible says it's wrong. Now let me ask you this: so you you're telling me the factual events of this tract happened?
11: The factual events, yes. Certain okay, but do you believe that? Omitted.
1: But do you believe that the religious sentiment expressed is correct as well?
11: Frankly, I think that it is completely correct because on weekends I moonlight as an extremist Christian, burning books and shelling all, uh, Muslim and Jewish facilities. I believe this is one way to make our world a better place. No, no, well,
1: uh, we agree. Y- oh, so you do agree. I was about to say, do you yes. agree with
9: this philosophy? You do.
11: Oh, on, on the religious opinions, certainly. I am as much of a fundamentalist extreme. Uh, religious terrorist as he is. I
9: think there's a very good chance that she will not burn in hell for all eternity. But she's still wrong? She's wrong on this issue, and that may tip the margin.
11: I'm telling you that all the events of this tract, up to the end of this tract, are absolutely factual. Afterward, they're, uh, well, let's just say the tract ended at a rather opportune moment.
1: Now, Father, uh, Henry. Indeed. I believe you believe, you do believe in, uh, helping criminals come to God. Right?
9: I, I believe you helped a lot of criminals come to God, correct? It's sir. Uh, of course. What do you think I am, stupid? I'm not gonna lead them to Satan.
11: Now, there is where you are incorrect. These criminals, these people we put into our institutions, are totally beyond rehabilitation. You can preach at them forever, but they will never Ever sincerely repent. The bull was a special case. The events, what well, I've been trying to tell you about the events oh. subsequent to this tract, would certainly erase any doubt in your mind. I that am these full
9: of nothing but love, preaching love, and I will preach and love until the day that life leaves my body.
11: They found the bull in sixteen different pieces
9: across five different counties, and I don't
11: care how you say that. Oh, that was that the bull
9: is was a liar.
11: No, that is certain proof that all of these criminals will go straight to hell. Now, hold on. Uh, Whether uh, or not they repented.
1: Now, we do have an expert here on the line uh, who wants to come on and say something. Expert?
12: Hello?
1: Uh, hello. What's your name, please?
12: My name is Stacey Garcia. Welcome. I'm calling from Blakefield.
1: Oh, you're in the prison?
12: I'm in the prison.
1: Are you a prisoner? I am a prisoner. I thought it was a male prison.
12: It is actually a co-ed prison. Oh. Um, which is horrendous as far as I'm concerned. I was friends you. with the bull. You were? I was and I am here to shed some light on the fact that this entire story has been blown completely out of proportion. Really? Uh, the bull, or so he was called because of his unfortunate size, um, was actually very, very gentle the moment he came into the prison.
1: Like Ferdinand.
12: Like, sure, who was that?
1: The, little, the bull who liked the flowers? Yes. It was exactly. a children's book.
12: Exactly. For, we could have called him Ferdinand had I known who Ferdinand was. He he did find God but it was because he was so easygoing that when someone told him to accept God he just did.
1: So let me see uh, are you saying that he didn't rule the prison with an iron fist? Not
12: at all. Everybody loved him. He ruled the prison with compassion.
11: Our records indicate that the bull dismembered five people, poisoned three, and ran two through the roofs. Oh, excuse me here. Let me read it. Through the the rafter roofs, like, warp through woof. Parts of this were written by victims of the catastrophe that actually survived. That
1: explains the gibber.
12: Yes. There was a lot of gang activity in the prison and a lot of jealousy towards the bull, um, a lot of gang activity that was blamed on him, and it was actually performed by the same people who eventually did kill him. Do you
11: have any proof of this?
12: I was You, there. a mere
11: prisoner who is going straight to hell? Are
1: you when proposing, you get out? are you proposing, uh, Ms. Garcia, that this was some sort of a cover up and conspiracy that Ms. Smith here is participating I'm in? I'm
11: convinced it was. There is no conspiracy. God is on my side. You're a media consultant. That's correct. Um, Who says that media is not God, and
9: the media says you are damned? Thou shalt not worship false idols, media blasphemer. And as for the prisoner, God may love you. In fact, God does love you, but that doesn't mean I have to. God forgives. I don't.
12: Now, here's my question. I'm I'm here supporting you, dude. Oh. Here's my question. I understand,
9: but, but, (laughs) well, Lee, the the thing about your point that I disagree with now that I've said my piece the records show you might have this mistaken the crimes of his that weren't brutally premeditated were crimes of passion not crimes of compassion
11: it doesn't matter whether or not the bull was <laughs> guilty or innocent there were he no is crimes. going he is going to hell because he is a prisoner and the media says so media is god you blasphemer
1: well um i i guess as a part of the media huh. i can somewhat get behind that
11: however
9: you bring tractor fiction to the masses, so there's, say, a forty percent less chance of you going to hell. I've well, worked it out. Thank you, you are um,
11: saved for a uh, one of the lower clouds, the squishy clouds in media heaven. You gotta swim a little bit, but you can still kind of float around.
12: Excuse me, Mister Allen. Yes. My my payphone's gonna run out. So, is oh. there anything else I, I can help you with? Yes. What did you
11: say your serial identification number was?
12: Uh, I didn't, and the payphone's running out. Bye.
9: Oh, wait, Oh, wait, sorry. That
11: call was a fake. Oh, we it was lost a fake, her. I tell you, well, a fake. Bless her no for
9: prisoner. calling a radio show it instead no of her prisoner. family or friends. That, yeah, that is It was a, an
11: anti-media liberal,
9: I tell you. She it had was a one liberal. Call. She had one call, and she gave it to religious radio. Well,
1: maybe one call a day.
11: Dirty, filthy liberals <laughs> posing as, as prisoners we to perform
6: our... Well, wonders. we do
1: have another expert, uh, one more expert on, so here we go. Uh, Expert, are you there? Yo. Hey, who's this, please?
6: Sister Mary Grace. Sister Grace, uh, good to hear from you. Well, I I just wanted to say, I think that this is all bull, because let me tell you, I spent 20 hard years in Attica Correctional Facility before I found God, and trust me, there was a godless place. No one one else believed in God.
1: Now, I have a question about that. Uh, You were in prison. If there was a prisoner who was incredibly physically strong, who uh, could kill anybody easily, or oh, kill him easily. With his bulk. No, hold on. But this person's bigger than you, stronger than you. And this person said, if you all don't believe in God, I will kill you. Would would that have worked? Would everybody in the prison have started believing in God?
6: Most certainly. I mean, I, I believe in giving the beatitude with attitude. And I will take the Lady of Sario straight to your barrio. So, okay. So, it,
1: while it wasn't true for your prison, it could have been true.
6: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Well, you... Okay, so, so you... <laughs> You called up and said, it's not true, and then I said, could it have been true, and you went, well, yeah, it could have been true.
11: May I point out that aside from having a uh, uh, self-defeating argument here, this nun, this sister, is actually... A man.
1: You're, you know, I, I gotta really? tell you, you're very, you're very untrusting.
11: That's right. I've lived my life around prisoners, and I've lived my life around media consultants, and I'll tell you, the harder of the two are media consultants, and that's why we get to go to heaven.
6: Just, just because I'm a man doesn't mean I can't pray the rosary in hosery.
11: That's sick. You're going to hell.
6: I think rhyming is evil. You're going to hell. Well, apparently you are going to hell. So,
1: uh, it's kind of universally decided. But, uh, thank you for calling. I do appreciate it, sister. It's
9: a cross-dresser. I'll pray for his soul. We don't like do cross gestures here.
1: All right. Well, we do have time now for the final arguments. All right. Uh, closing our uh, Father, why don't you begin?
9: Even though I hate all of you, I invite you to soup nonetheless afterwards. Uh, what kind of soup? Chicken noodle soup. Excellent. All godly ingredients from, a, from my church garden. But first, I must correct your mistakes that you're all making. This track simply doesn't make sense. What we have is corrupt earthly officials who have no right lording over anyone when in fact God is the ultimate lord of everyone, bossing over clergymen who don't earn and have never earned the right to preach God's wrath, preaching to an insincere lying prisoner, talking to gullible sheep prisoners who are led around by force. This tract is false. Very compelling. Um, And enjoy the soup afterwards.
1: Thank you, thank you. Uh, Miss Smith
11: this tract is 100% true because I have the documents to prove it. I'm going to go burn something.
1: Well, I'm sorry. Do you have any food to offer us?
11: You need no food. Well, Watch some television.
1: I, well, I still need f- Oh, Watch Jack Van Imp. Alright, well, let me consider these Listen two arguments. Listen
11: to some Michael Jackson, for goodness sake.
1: They are compelling. Uh, here's, here's the thing. Uh, I gotta tell you. Of all, of all your both of you had pretty uh, interesting arguments that were compelling, however. By
9: interesting, I mean, right?
1: Only, well, that's possible, but only one of you was able to produce documents to back up your argument. And I gotta say, that convinces me. That puts me over the edge. So, uh, Miss Smith, I do yes. think it seems that this tract was true. Uh, what was his name again? The, the bull's the real name?
11: The bull's real name has been lost.
1: You lost the paper?
11: Yes, I burnt it. I well,
8: told
1: you to I was shows... going to burn oh, well, something. Oh, I thought you were kidding. Well, that about shows that. how good
9: those no, documents no, no. were.
1: Uh, well, they were good for kindling, apparently. But um, all right. Well, uh, you I, did win, though. Anyway. Well,
9: I will. Thank you. I will pray for you anyway, even though this increases your chance of pray going in to hell. Pray vain, preacher
11: for television. will damn you to hell. No, An I obscurity? have been ignored
9: many times in my life, and obscurity I've always triumphed. You. I've triumphed over my stupid, blasphemous brothers. I will triumph over you at some point.
11: Keep talking. You can't get airtime except on cable. God recess. bless
1: you. Do we? Do we still get the soup? Yes, you do. Okay, thank you. Excellent. Uh, Thank you for listening to Tractor Fiction. I hope you've learned something about uh, the jail system and whatever. And uh, have a good night and have a good day before that and after. Goodbye. This is Frank Allen on WHRW Binghamton.
2: That episode of Tractor Fiction featured the voice talents of Frank Allen, Anna Cole, Sarah Doan, Patrick Adan, Lynn Nelson, Mike Saltzman, Sam Thomason, Jacob Thompson, and Jordan D. White. Thank you very much, and now it's time for the roll-off. Go, roll, everybody, roll the dice. Oh, I win, I win, I win. Okay, um, so that was uh, Tractor Fiction, and before that you heard a bunch of stuff like uh, Where Are They Now in History and... In- uh, you know, things like that. Oh, you know what? I have a letter to read. We have a couple of letters where we're gonna read them in a few minutes, but uh but here's the first one. Um and this actually came in a few weeks ago and we forgot to read it. Uh and I'm sorry about that. But here's the letter. It goes like this. Dear Scapey, I must admit I am very happy to hear this series come to an end. Not because I disliked it, but rather because I was curious to hear the ending. Oh, and it's titled Herbert West Reanimator. So it's about the reanimator series that Scape was doing on Scapey Stories, which is what's coming up next. <sighs> I do feel that I have an interesting perspective on this and others may not share. For dear listeners, I eavesdropped on the storytelling. It's true, I was in the bathroom, pooing at the time. Oh, that's gross. Uh, for you see, my boyfriend Daniel and I were in town for a wedding and we got to spend some time with Jordan. This was, however, the same day that Thomas Alva Edison stopped by to listen to the final installment of Scapy Stories, retelling Herbert West Reanimator. So, while Daniel read in a corner, quietly and I was in the other room doing my business as Scapey and TAE, which I guess stands for Thomas Alva Edison, went at it intellectually. Not wanting the conclusion to be ruined for me, I tried my best not to listen. However, snippets here and there still penetrated in my ears and let me tell you the complete story was not what I was expecting I thought we were in Egypt getting chased by mummies while not far from the actual story it still makes a big difference I would say I also thought the big reveal at the end was that the narrator was Herbert West in a Tyler Durden sort of way anyway I thought you might find this little anecdote about the six part story interesting and amusing I'm not going to lie I liked having scapey stories being told in a more serial manner in the future please do something more along these lines I will endeavor not to eavesdrop in the future and confuse myself as the conclusion of said stories that being said it was quite whimsical to to do so. All the best, Angela Tyman. Okay, that's Angela Tymon. She's an actress on the show. We all know her and love her. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Uh, so anyway, that was about uh, Herbert West, Reanimator. That's the six-part story that Scapy's ending. Uh, but now we're going to get to the next Scapy story, and is it sort start of a new six-part story? No, no, it's not. But it is a special one. Why? Because it's not just a story. It's more of a Scapy movie. Uh, he's going to be talking about a horror movie. Well, that sounds really exciting, doesn't it? Yes, yes, it does. Okay, here we're going to get right to it. This is Scapy Stories. Go.
8: Scapy stories from a cat yeah. and a dog.
2: Hello, and welcome to Scapey Stories from a Cat in the Dark. My name is Jordan D. White, and I am here to introduce your host, you know him and you love him, Mr. Scape White.
8: Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Scape White. This is exciting show because it's the first one after we finished about Reanimator. so it's back to doing new stories, or, I mean, well, you know, different stories. Yeah,
2: not new stories. I mean, you make it sound like we make up the stories.
8: No, no, no. We just retell the stories.
2: Exactly. So we do have an exciting story lined up, a new to us story. And um, we have a, a very special guest listener. Um, you heard him on the podcast a few weeks ago, or maybe a month ago now, something like that. But a lot has gone on with him since then. Uh, Mr. I'm sorry, doctor. No,
4: I, yeah, I refer to me as uh, Lord High Pharaoh, uh, my highness, Dr. Vernon Jones, deceased. My highness, sir? My highness. You, From your perspective, speaking towards me, I'm referred to as your Highness, among other things.
2: Deceased. I'm sorry to hear
4: that. All you can say at the beginning, the late Lord High Pharaoh, His Highness, Dr. Vernon Jones.
8: Well, I, I don't know if I could remember all of that because I'm busy even remembering a story at the same time. You can call me
4: Vernon if you like. That's alright, too. Okay.
8: So, Vernon, do you want to know a story that I could tell? Well,
4: I'd love to uh, hear a story. Perhaps I can uh, listen to it. But I'm confused what like, how did you die? Why are you dead? Uh, old age is how I died. It's a common old age combined with poor health disease. Common reasons for death. I, I don't know if people looked into my funeral or my post-mortem cause of death, but it's worked out very well for me. Yeah,
8: yeah, poor health disease,
4: Yeah, I'm a doctor. I know these things, yeah. I had, uh, <coughs> poor health disease. I'm obviously still afflicted with it as a spirit, but that's all right. I've inherited, uh, jupiter 2 as i was promised by the mormon church i want to thank them for all they did for me as uh, one of the religions on earth and i'm enjoying my life as a rich impossibly powerful autocrat on an enormous planet
8: well okay but do you want to hear a scary story i said
4: i said tell the story cat well dad i'm sorry i'm sorry go ahead okay this one is going to be special. It's a, it's a movie. A movie? Well, I can watch a movie, too, or you can tell the story. That's fine. No,
8: I, I watched the movie, but now I'm going to tell the movie, okay?
4: Oh, well, yes. Begin. Tell the movie, then. Okay. You know, movies were called that because people noticed that they moved when they watched them, and the characters were moving, so the, the word movie was coined. Well, this
8: story is going to be moving because I tell good stories, but here you go. Plan 9 from outer space By Ed Wood
4: This could be useful I live in outer space Well,
8: this is from outer space
4: well, So am I now No, you're from Earth Well, then I came to outer space And then I came from outer space Back to Earth Okay,
8: but listen I have to start this story now Okay, Uh, so like once per time In the future I will tell you about the future But really, I'll tell you about Let me tell you about the secret thing that happened, okay, that nobody knows about.
4: How can you tell me if it's a secret?
8: Well, I'm going to tell you a secret you better not tell.
4: Isn't this going to be on the
8: podcast? They better not tell. Look, it's just a story, but don't tell the story. I tell the story. I haven't told the story. Okay! So, here's what happened. Okay. So, like I said, once one time, uh, there was a guy, okay, he was flying a plane, and he was like, do hey, what about this plane I'm flying? Pretty cool. But, then there was aliens, and they flew by in a UFO, and he was like, what the, what the? And they put bright lights in his eyes, and he was like, ah!
4: That sounds very uncomfortable. You know, planes work so cold because they fly over the flat plains of the world. Uh, really? Yeah. Yes. All right. Possibly.
8: Well, okay, but this reservoir about a friend. It was about a guy with a UFO that flew by him. Anyway!
4: These were aliens from Jared, right? No!
8: I don't, I don't know where they were from. They're from space, but... Jared
4: is in space. It's next to my planet.
8: Uh, then they're not aliens.
4: How are they not aliens if they're next to my planet in space? You're not alien!
8: You're a human being. I used to be. Okay, look. Before the Mormons. We only just started the movie, so we gotta finish the movie. Alright. Okay, so then there was these gravediggers, and they were like, what digging a grave. What do you think about that? And they heard some crazy noise and they were like, uh, okay. That is a scary noise. I think we should leave the cemetery. But when they started to leave the cemetery, a zombie girl came and got them. She was like, I will kill you. And she killed them dead.
4: That was a very interesting story. I'm glad I heard that. I'll uh, remember not to dig
8: any graves. That's just the beginning. Oh. That's the opening scene. Because then we get to the serious part. So there was a guy. First part didn't sound very funny. But there was a guy. Okay. An old man. And he was sad. Because do you know why? Because his wife was dead.
4: Well, that's all right. She gets a planet. No,
8: because here's why. She wasn't. On a planet, I mean, she was on a planet, but the planet she was on was the planet Earth.
4: But she gets another one after she dies. No,
8: because remember when I said there was a zombie girl, do you remember? Yes. That was her.
4: Oh, well, why didn't she get the plot? What happened to the rest of his wives also? Well,
8: that was, uh, he only had one wife's, but let me tell you what happened. He was like, okay, I'm sad because my wife is dead. And he didn't know his wife was a zombie. So he was walking down the street one day and he was sad. And he got hit by a car and he died.
4: Well, then he gets his own planet, right? And he can bring his wife over there if she doesn't want a separate planet. No,
8: because he became a zombie too.
4: Something's gone wrong with the planet's distributors.
8: Well, yeah, but let me tell you. But before he was a zombie, people went to his funeral and they were like, oh, he was very really sad. But then they see the gravediggers that are dead. And he's, they're like, oh, crap, call the police. The police come, okay? And then... The detective comes, Detective Cray, and he's a big guy, and he's like, Oh, I'm Detective Cray, ma, ma, ma.
4: Ma, 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 all right.
8: Yeah. Uh, basically, he just is a big guy. And he's like, hey, what's going on here? There are dead guys. They're like, yeah, there's dead guys. Those grave diggers are dead. Well,
4: good for them. I mean, uh, I'm enjoying being dead very much. It's uh, a wonderful thing. So I, I recommend to all the listeners being dead. Uh, you get power, glory, uh, infinite wives, uh, planets. It's always good. So uh, it's a happy story so far. Well,
8: maybe her. Huh, maybe they didn't have planets because they weren't more
4: why not? That's just stupid.
8: They're not. So, here's, that's why. So, so Inspector Cray is looking around going, I will figure out what killed these guys, I guess. Oh, uh, but guess what?
4: The uh, Inspector Cray died too. Yes! Ah, well, I'm very good at predicting these. Uh... He
8: meets the girl zombie and now the old man zombie, both. And they were like, kill you, kill you, and they kill him.
4: So far, this story doesn't seem to be going anywhere. All the characters are dead. Well, there's more. There's more.
8: Because remember, the guy who threw the prize. Yes. Okay, so he is, like, at home with his wife. And they're sitting... Which which one? No, he only has one wife.
4: Right, okay.
8: And they're sitting around watching the cemetery, going, look at the cemetery, it's pretty. Well, that's
4: a normal occupation, yes. And
8: he's like, uh, let me tell you a story. Did you
4: know that the cemetery comes from the the name of the cement used to make the gravestones? Is that true? No, I'm not sure, probably.
8: Okay, well, that's fine, but that's not what he tells her. He tells her, hey... Do you want to hear a story? I saw a UFO. So, what do you think of that? And she's like, Well, maybe. And he's like, But you can't tell. It's a secret. Remember, I said it was a secret? Because the army made me say I wouldn't tell. But I will tell you I think that all the weird stuff at the cemetery with cement is connected to this UFO. They probably didn't want the people to know
4: from the aliens that they could uh, get their own planet as soon as they died. The aliens come and kill the people, then more planets, more aliens. Because everyone who dies gets their own planet. It's a very simple film.
8: And so then basically time passes, alright? And more spaceships are coming and people are seeing them and the, the military is shooting at them and it doesn't stop them. And uh wh- why is it good?
4: Well, the aliens, they may as well come from my I, This may be a story about Jupiter 2 for all I know. Besides, the more people that die, the more fellow planet rulers I can... Uh, I, I mean, it's a happy story. No,
8: they're not Mormons! Oh, no right.
4: premise! Well, they should be converted before the story's over. It's
8: not over!
4: But to convert them, then.
8: I can't do it! It's your story! No, I've starred a movie! But oh. I can't tell you how it ends until we get to the end!
4: Okay, good cut. Good cut. Calm down. Let's hear the end of the story. I got
8: well, the middle, maybe, the beginning-ish middle. I meant the
4: rest of the story, the continuing of the story. Let's hear it. Okay,
8: so the aliens that got shot at by the military, they go back to the space station, and are like, okay, uh, all your alien dudes, we're back, so let's get all set. And they go to their commander, Aryan, his name is Eros, okay.
4: Eros was a uh, Greek god uh, known for uh, eroding many things, wearing them down, that's... Uh- no, well,
8: not this guy is near God. He's an alien.
4: And he's, Same thing, really. No,
8: no. This guy's like they go to him and they're like, So we tried to get in touch with the the people and they were like, no, and they shot us, so what do you think? And he's like, Well, you gotta make stuff happen and they're like, Okay, well, tell you what, we're doing plan number nine what do you say? And he's like, Oh, where well, you bring back the dead people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, do that. But make sure uh you do you, you win this time. And they're like, well, we will. (laughs) And then they fly to Earth,
4: basically. are the dead people just on other planets that they have? Why do they have
8: to bring them back? No, the dead people are in the cemetery. I'm a dead person. I'm still around. No, you're a dead, I don't, I don't know how you work. But I'm saying that there are dead people in a cemetery, okay? Do you know?
4: Yeah, that's what they put, the, the bodies.
8: And they bring back the bodies to life again. I just did a whole story about bringing bodies back to life from death. I heard you, yeah. Okay, it's so like that, except no juice.
4: I then no juice. They they don't believe in Mormon. They don't come back to life. They don't get their own planet. The poor people all to convert. No, these
8: they they don't get their own planet. Right, so that's what happens. No juice. There's no juice in the whole story. No, but they come back anyway. The Jews come back. What? No, there. I said there's no juice. Who's coming back? But the dead people. But okay. So okay, so listen, the pirate is going go away on another flight but he's like listen honey my wife I'm scared that these UFOs are gonna come get you so I want you to be careful and she's like ho 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 nothing is wrong his
4: wife is Santa Claus? no
8: she's just like tee hee that's fine everything is I'm not gonna get kidnapped by aliens come on that's serious he
4: only has one wife he should be careful with her well
8: he was worried about her but she was like don't know ha ha ho ho hee so he's like okay I gotta go but you be careful and, you know, rock door or whatever. And she's like, okay, whatever. But, guess what? I'll tell you, uh, at the night time when she goes to sleep, in comes the zombie of the old man.
4: He's like, I'm gonna get her. What do you think? Well, he only had one wife when he was alive. Probably once another now. Well, he was
8: gonna try to get her, but so she runs, and she runs into the cemetery. Then out comes the, the zombie wife.
4: The cemetery's a good place to hide from zombies. Well,
8: she, it wasn't, it- because that's where they were. Oh,
4: good, that was sarcastic.
8: Oh, well, it, but it wasn't. Right. Okay, so he also, and then also comes Inspector Cray zombie. Oh, uh, zombie. And they are all chasing the wife, not the dead wife, the riven wife. And uh so, but then she gets away. So that's good.
4: Good if she's not a Mormon. What?
8: But why is it? It would be, it's good anyway.
4: If she's a Mormon, she gets killed. Then she gets a planet, like me. I
8: don't think that you want all Mormons to die, do you?
4: How else they get the planet? So you
8: hate all Mormons?
4: No, they're, they're, they're going right. they got planets and coming to them. It's going to be alive first. It's sure. I tell you that right now. Well. So if you ask me, kill all the Mormons. So you say kill all the Mormons? Yes. They, I'm sure they'd agree with you.
8: Okay. Well, that's not about this. This is, uh, has zombies. And so the zombies all go home, and they're like, what well, did we miss? Oh, well. And uh, then when the pilot gets back, him and his wife are at the police, and the police are like, hey, what happened with uh?" we have zombies and aliens, I think. And they're like, well, they chased us. So, and while they're getting questioned by the police, the zombies come again. <gasps> and he has to, the police has to shoot at the zombies. And the zombies are like, we don't care if you shoot at us, we are zombies. And so they they try to kill everybody. And they have, the zombies also, by the way, have a, like a blaster gun that they can shoot. And so they shoot. Why do
4: zombies have a blaster gun?
8: Well, okay, uh, maybe there's aliens had a gun too. Maybe there's aliens had a gun. Right. So the Aryans had a gun, but they were with the zombies, because the zombies work for the Aryans.
4: How much do you pay zombies?
8: I don't pay the zombies. Oh. But they work for them, and so the Aryans shoot a policeman, and he's, like, died right then. And he turned into only a skeleton, and they're like, oh, God, that's terrible. I mean, the people were like, oh, God, that's terrible. Maybe
4: he was a Mormon, though. He wasn't
8: a Mormon. How do you know? Because Mm? there's no Mormons in this.
4: It's a boring movie.
8: Zombies and aliens and people turn to skeleton. All right. That's not entirely boring. So here's what happens. They saw that they blasted this policeman and turned him into a skeleton. Okay. And the police people and the pirate and his wife are like, so what should we do? And then they go, well, let's go to the cemetery. We you think? And so the aliens are on their ship and they're discussing what to do. And they say, okay, here's what we got to do. Let's send out the big detective the zombie. Okay and have him kidnap the wife the living wife the pirate's wife okay and that will make the policeman and the pirate come to see us because we've kidnapped the wife what do you think and so they do and the detective zombie is like I'll get the wife blah 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 blah. meanwhile okay the people are like hey uh what's that over there looks like a spaceship and so they start going to the spaceship anyway okay so they were gonna go there anyway but the detective Detective zombie doesn't know. So he's like, I'm still going to kidnap the girl. I don't care. And so he kidnaps the girl and kills or knocks out the cop who's with her. Okay. But the 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 pilot and the other cops are already at the spaceship. Why did they get to the spaceship? Because they just walked to the spaceship. Oh. And the, the guy, they don't even have the girl yet, but they're already there. And so the aliens are like, okay, come on in. Go ahead. And they're like, what are, what are you doing? Why are you trying to kill people? And the aliens go, listen, here's why, okay? Because we came to Earth and said, will you help us? But all the Earth people were like, no, nah, man, nah, we don't care what you're saying. And we're like, excuse me, we have serious business. And the people are like, well, what's the serious business? What, what is the problem? And the aliens go, okay, listen, there's this really big bomb, okay, that is made out of the sun, and you're going to blow it up.
4: The sun or the bomb?
8: Yeah, well, maybe both. Oh,
4: well. well. Well, that's uh, twice as hard or dangerous. Yeah,
8: and he's like, but you know what? You guys are so dumb, you're going to do it anyway. So we wanted to just kill you to stop you from killing
4: you. There seems to be a pointlessness to this. If they want them dead and they know they're going to kill themselves, why don't they just wait for them to kill themselves anyway? Because
8: they they don't want the sun to kill everything,
4: too. But the sun's only going to kill the people that they're killing. Maybe
8: it would also kill them. Did you think of that?
4: No, why would it kill them? They're in another solar system. They have the same sun! In the Earth's solar system? Yeah. That's the Earth is the only planet in that solar system with life on it. There's some unfortunate dead Mormons got control of the other planets without life. It's very boring for them, but they're the only people on them. Well,
8: maybe not.
4: Oh, well, I've been there. I, I, I visited them. I saw... Okay, that-
8: well, let me tell you. Maybe there's another planet you don't know about. How about that?
4: Very unlikely. I am a doctor, but uh, I'll, I'll take your word on it for the point of the story. Are you a planet doctor? No. Okay. a P- pediatric meds. Well, then I'm right. Are you a planet doctor? Yeah! Oh, well, uh, yes. All right, then. Escape, you're not a planet doctor. There you are. You see, you're not a planet doctor.
8: Well, I might as well, because I know the story. Well, then I might as well be
4: a planet doctor. But
8: I know the story. I watched it. Now I know the story, too. I just heard it. It's not over. Oh. I know the ending. Do you want to hear it? Yes. Okay, here you go. So, do you remember how the detective zombie went and got the girl even though they were already going to the spaceship?
4: Yes. Okay, well,
8: he finally shows up with the girl he's like that girl, da, 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 and the aliens are like, we're gonna have him kill that girl unless you do a reset. I thought they were already going to kill everyone. No, the people were going to kill everyone, and the aliens were also. They were going to kill. Well, yeah. So now they're only going to kill the one girl. Yeah. Well, look, they're saying we're gonna kill this girl unless you get out of here. But what happens is, um, the policemen outside are like, "Hey, we will save the girl." It's true that we can't shoot the zombie because, remember, they didn't care. But, what if we hit it with a stick?
4: I hadn't thought of that, certainly. Usually, if people don't care you're shooting them. They don't care if you hit them with a stick. Well, the alien is
8: like, uh-oh,
4: he's going to hit him with a stick. Well, maybe this bomb that the aliens are afraid of is also a stick. I might as well be a stick, Doctor. But,
8: no, 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 he's like, listen, the alien is like, they're going to hit him with a stick, I'm going to stop controlling the zombie, ready to do what he wants, and they do. And the girls gets to go free. But then the Aryan is wrestling with the pirates. They're fighting. Punch, punch. There's uh, pirates in this movie? No, the air- the airplane brain pirate. Sky
4: pirates.
8: No, the guy who was flying the plane at the beginning.
4: Right. The pilot.
8: Yeah. Alright. He's fighting Aryans. And that's when the fire starts to burn. But then the humans run outside of the spaceship, okay? And then, uh, the spaceship takes off. But, guess what? It's too late. It's already on fire. Fire! And so, aliens are on a spaceship, and it's it's on fire, and it blows up. And then, when the spaceship blows up, all of the zombies turn into skeletons. They rot. It's pretty fast. Yeah, and that's the true tale of what happened. The end. What was the spaceship made of? What? Most spaceships are made of metal. No, this one was not made of metal. Or maybe it was. What do you think? So sure, metal? Why not? So how did it burn? There was some paper.
4: This story doesn't make any sense.
8: Look, do you ever? Look at a wall
4: Do I have to look at a
8: wall? Yeah. Sure. Well sometimes they put wallpaper on it, alright? Okay? That's the truth. Yes, I have seen wallpaper. So maybe they had mere spaceship with wallpaper.
4: Alright, I'm going back to a world that makes sense. Jupiter two, where I am the pharaoh. A word derived, I'll have you know, from the ancient Egyptians, because they were so fair. Oh. Where there is nothing about people who come back to life who don't get their own planets, nothing about spaceships that burn up, or people who threaten to kill each other because they're about to kill themselves. This story, blatantly
8: anti-Mormon. Right. I have a question. Yes. Well, I have two questions. Question number one. What about the women? They don't get their own planet. No. So where are the women? Well, some of them
4: are on my planet. Then you
8: don't get your own planet.
4: Yes, I do. There's
8: women on it. I'm in
4: charge of them. Yeah,
8: but you don't get to be on it by yourself.
4: I don't want to be on it by them. So I want to have my uh, women uh, concubines. Well, what if
8: you want it by yourself?
4: Then you can kick them out. Where do they go? Somebody else's planet or out into space to freeze or something. I don't believe it. Well, I do. I was just there. I can kill you and bring your spirit back. No, I'm not a Mormon. Also, you have to share your planet with women, so... <laughs> it's a fun thing. It's good. I wanted to have the women there. I might as well be a doctor of women. I decided it was a good thing. I have the women there because they're in, I'm in charge of them. I'm a powerful one. I brought the women because of my wives and concubines. How many children do you have? I don't know. I never counted. Lots of them. And your planet? Yes. Are they dead? No. Well, I, I don't know. Their father's dead. I was dead when I had them. So I, I don't know how they that works. They're around. They're on another planet. But you're not a very good doctor. I don't have to be a doctor anymore. I'm the pharaoh. I
8: might as well be a doctor. What does it matter if I really am a doctor? All right. Question number two. Do you want to hear a scream or what? What? Do you want to hear the scary moral or what?
4: Yes, I would love to hear the scary moral. Okay,
8: the scary moral of this
4: movie is... Don't die before you converse to Mormonism or you won't get your own planet. No, that's not what I said. That's what I said. That's not the scary moral. I might as well be Dr. moral.
8: Dr. Morrow? Uh, you're not a doctor. You said you don't get to be a doctor anymore, so... I get to be doctor? Whatever I say is true. If I say
4: I'm a knight, I'm a knight. If I say I'm a doctor, I'm a doctor. Well, can you say you're alive? I can say it.
8: Is it true? No. The scary moral is aliens make zombies. For real. So that's why you really should be careful. I don't need to be careful. I'm the fair of a planet. Alright, well listen, let me tell you, what happens to you if aliens come and bring your wives, your wives back to life?
4: That's a problem for me. Yeah. Alright, good point.
8: So did you learn lessons from this movie? Yes. Watch
4: out for aliens taking my wives away.
8: Yeah. Or you could get hit by a car, right? That guy. Which I wanted, yeah. No matter if you wanted, if you didn't want it.
4: Did that too. Thanks for the scapey story, scape.
8: You're welcome. Well,
2: thank you for listening to it. Um, I sure. guess
4: you're headed back to a planet now? Yeah, I'm just going to fly back uh, any moment now. You, f- you fly? I'm a spirit. I, I just fly through the space, yeah. Okay. You look like a guy. Yeah, well, that's the way it works. Have you ever met any Mormon planet ruling spirits before? No, this is the first time. So I'm the authority here. You might as
2: well be a doctor of Mormonism. I
4: might as well, yeah.
2: All right, well, thank you for, for being here. Uh, scape- thank you for having me. Scape, do you want to wrap it up?
8: Yeah, all right. Come back next time for a new star story which i will tell which is not about mormons okay roll them
2: frank and rory that's a roll up frank you got it okay good um so what am i supposed to do oh we, we got to do the next part of the show that's the escape song go what the but we're singing the song the song to sing what no i'm not gonna do that you got it that's well, i'm not gonna go do it fine fine
1: um all right i gotta do the the, the part where we sing a song my name is frank allen and i'm gonna sing a song i am a host and i host all day long i'm the host of the show i show the host who can host the best i'm the best host of the show the show is the host of the show i'm i'm the best host i'm the best best host of the show cast and wax is the show that i'm on but i'm talking about tractor fiction and in debatatorium man. Frank Collin interviews. Excellent. Okay, now roll off for the next section. That's all I get to do? That's not fair. No, we got
2: to hurry. We got to hurry. Roll off for the next section. (laughs) Rory, go! Okay, it's time for listener mail, uh, which is very important. Uh, so, for this listener mail, I would like to say, uh, first of all, write into us at castinwax at gmail.com. It's the place where you can write into us and things like that, like I said. And please send me your problems at that address for the Extra History Now segment, which will be coming back. I know it's been a little while. Extra History Now, castinwax at gmail.com, castinwax at gmail.com. Okay, the next letter. This one's about the pilots. It's also from Angela and That's very strange. Hello, boys. I must say, of all the pirates I hear, this century in history was my favorite. I do, however, acknowledge the predicament that Frank posed. Would it be possible to make this an annual segment, and you can go back in time? For example, next episode, roughly a year away, would be this century in history for the 19th century. What do you think? I personally get tickled by the Civil War, although I acknowledge the further back in history you go, it may prove more and more difficult, depending on the educational background of Rory's assistants. Thank you, Angela Diamond. No, Angela, I have to tell you, my assistants are brilliant. They know everything about history, and even if they don't, we're talking about extra history. So what's beautiful about extra history is that anything you don't know uh, is fine, because anything you you say you know, is true in another universe and you're actually discovering and studying extra universes. Uh, but uh, the thing about this is, you know, extra, extra history, um, this century in history is just, he's right, you know, you only have to do one per century. And so I will do another one, but probably not till the next time we have another century, you know, the 20, 22nd century. You're not going to be alive. No, you can't interrupt. You can't interrupt. Jordan, does that mean he, he gets a penalty, right? Yeah, he can't roll on the next one. That's
8: not, that's, that's totally not fair. Well,
2: Frank, you shouldn't have done. Anyway, okay, go ahead. Um, yes, yes, so what do I do next? Actually, no, we roll off for the next letter. Roll off for the next letter. Scapey and... Oh, uh, I got it. Okay, um, next letter is also from Angela Tymon. as She wrote into us a lot. Dear cast of Cast and Wax, just because my last submission was retarded doesn't mean you shouldn't read it. I thought it might be humorous for you and your listeners. Did you not get it? So please stop begging for listener mail. You won't even use it for the podcast. Not actually, Matt. I just wanted to point out what tools you are, except Scapy. Thank you, Angela Timon. Thank you. Oh, oh, now you get the penalty. <laughs> Anyway, um, sorry we didn't read it. I, you know, I really, I just forgot. Uh, but, but now we did get three pieces of listener mail, but they're all from you. So we still want more listener mail, and we've already read all the ones from you, but we want more from you as well, but then we want more from other people too. So please, if you are hearing me say these words, if these words are entering your ears right now through headphones or through the airwaves, I don't care who you are. Go to a computer quick. Write castinwax at gmail.com into the, you know, address box of your email, and then write a letter. Anything. It could be anything. I don't care what it is. Uh, but we want more. We want more and more and more. We're selfish and we're jealous, and we're greedy, and we want everything. So, um, well, I guess that's about the end of the show, so uh, let's have one final roll-off to uh, say goodbye with, right? But Scapes out. Okay, Frank, say goodbye. Uh, Okay, uh, so that's the end of the show, and uh, please write into us telling us how terrible Rory is, and uh, uh, and how great I am. Uh,
1: And that's about it. Um,
2: Anything else? No, that's it. Uh, Just uh, be seeing you.
1: Waxwork.com would like to introduce you to our newest project. The Wax Burger yeah, yeah, good. Good. Like, the cool. It's one quarter pound of beef Digitally fried and served up to you Exactly as you order it Just click on Download Burger And you'll discover that the best burgers are not ordered in restaurants But on the internet But remember, there are no cat meals at Waxwork.com So pet owners, be cautious
8: Can I go to Waxwork.com?
1: Maybe when you're old, escape Oh, damn it each of our projects is especially made with the FDA guidelines for nutrition, for a healthier you. And if you act now, you can get one of our combo meals: one wax burger, and your choice of sides, including interviews or extra history. All original, creative,
10: beef,
8: products.
1: On the next episode of Cast and Wax, we're going to have an episode of uh, Decker and Hayes where, you know, stuff goes on with Decker and Hayes, I guess.
2: Also an episode of Epic Echoes with the flashback, the episode before the episode that you just heard last time you heard an episode.
8: Plus, I'm going to do a scapey song for Christmas, so you want to hear it. And a Frank Allen
2: interview special. Plus some extra history. And it's all coming your way December 14th on Waxwork.com.